Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week, we welcome back James as we review the sci-fi Western film based off of the 1960s television series starring Will Smith, Kevin Kline, Kevin Kline, and Selma Hayek. It also has Richard Branagh slumming it for some extra cash. It's 1999's Wild Wild West. But first, he is the egotistical U.S. Marshal and inventor to my brash shoot-first-and-ask-questions-later army captain. And he's also recovering after his quest to woo Christina Hendricks. Welcome back, James. How are you doing? I was doing great until I realized I was coming back to do this fucking shit show. Yep. Fucking Wild Wild West. Why are we doing this? Well, this was uh, because terrible. Crowley cha- picked yeah, the no, number. This was, this ah, was fuck Crowley's yeah. fuck you. We, uh, we gave him the opportunity to pick our next movie off of the list and uh he knows how much you love will smith and so i i think it was revenge for uh making him sit through mary poppins in space <laughs> ah, fuck crowley and fuck mary poppins in space while we're at it's good to be back uh i i, I rob's still here i see he so is that's still sad. here he is still here wah, wah. and he's half the man he used to be with delusions of grandeur it is rob how are you doing rob i am saddest <laughs> god damn it <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. So our fans have determined that, that Rob is the epitome of status. So a shit show. Yeah. I'm not sure what if that's bad about Rob or if that's bad about status. I'm not like there's a it's a slam to one of us, either status or Rob. And I don't know. Yeah, which. that's a that's that's a good question. I'm not sure which it is either. I'm not sure I want the answer. Little column A, little column C. <laughs> <laughs> so, James, how did your adventure to woo Christina Hendricks go? She's getting divorced. Well, she is she? getting divorced, but I think she was getting divorced before you started chasing after her, look, right? Look, 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 let's not, let's not, let's not quibble over, over spilled milk. Let's just, uh, this is what I'm going to say. Okay. It was touch and go for a while. There were, there, there may or may not be restraining orders <laughs> somewhere. Doesn't, but this is what I'm going to tell you. I will neither confirm nor deny that I am the reason. That she is getting a divorce. Okay. The fact is she's getting a divorce and really that's all that matters. So what you're saying is she's getting a divorce. You went after her. Ergo, there's some causality in there. <laughs> I may or may not be the reason for the divorce. Okay. Wow. You know, I do have to ask though. Uh, I haven't, we haven't talked to you in a while. Uh, did you get my Christmas present? 
<laughs> I did get your Christmas present. Uh, it's amazing. I actually posted it, uh, I believe, on on, in, on the Instagrams. Under, I, I believe it was my Simply Stogies Instagram, uh, Simply Stogies Podcast, at Simply Stogies Podcast, all one word. Uh, it's amazing. It's sitting here right above my head right now. It's glowing blue. Uh, it's the it's the uh, smoking and drinking in space logo lit up. Uh, looks very nice. Uh, thank you for that, Rob. And then, of course, uh, no present would be complete without two roof tiles uh, with uh, <laughs> oh, they are Hendricks. Not, they are not roof tiles. They're bathroom <laughs> they, tiles. Oh, bathroom, bathroom tiles. tiles. Well, that's, yeah. that's even better uh, that have uh, Christina Hendricks lasered onto them. Um, they're very nice. Um, I, they may or may not uh, need to be cleaned up. Yeah, so I I went over my Christmas gift. He sent me uh, a similar Christmas gift, and I went over that on the last episode. You weren't here, so. Um, oh, but I, I'm, wait, wait, I'm very was, very was thankful yours... that, of, of the gift that he sent. It was it was it was a nice gift. Je- was it Jeff Goldblum? It was Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a nice tile. Not only of was Jeff it Goldblum, Jeff but it Goldblum. was Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic yeah. Park where he's just kind of lounging and, and taking it easy after With he shattered his leg. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you know if he's divorced and are you the reason that he may or may not be divorced? I, I'm not going to go into that information right now. That's a, that's a private matter between uh, me and possibly sure. Jeff no, Goldblum. So no, I understand. I understand. Christina Hendricks is, is she was the same way. Just keep this on the DL. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, nobody listens to this podcast. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So we have a couple of announcements. First off, uh, Happy New Year, everybody. This is a releasing on, on New Year's Day. And so thanks for spending uh, the on first day of, day? Your, of your new year with us. Uh, happy 2020. Hope it's uh, as good as or better than, than 2019. So. So, so you're saying this is releasing on New Year's Day proper? Yes. Well, shit, we need to start re-recording and act drunk or hungover. <laughs> Who says I'm not drunk or hungover? I, I think people at this that's okay. That's probably fair. Uh, but I think people at this point know, Rob, that time travel's a thing and that we do it regularly. <laughs> yes, we do. I'm glad you brought that up. I, I figured you would be. Yep. But we uh we do have a big announcement. So um the show is going to be leaving the Irglue Media Network. Uh, it's an amicable split. Everybody is cool. Uh, we're just, uh, we've got different visions, so we're going different ways. Um, this, this allows the show to uh, a little more flexibility in, in realizing what we want to do in, in 2020 and beyond. Um, but I, I really am thankful for Earglue Media for their support and the friendship that they've uh, given us and the show uh, this past year. And um, like I said, it's an amicable split. We're, we're, all, we're all cool with it. Uh, there's no hard feelings anywhere. It wasn't that, you know, somebody pissed somebody off or anything like that. So, um, amicable means friendly, Rob. <laughs> thanks for explaining that to Rob. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate that. But with that, our Discord server is moving. Uh, so, we're going to have our Discord server um, information up on the website at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com, uh, as well as. Um, uh, any other announcements that, that we'll have in the near future. So uh, we're, we're splitting off uh, the Discord server. Uh, definitely still check out Earglue Media's Discord server. Uh, we'll still be active over there as well. Um, I'll still post over there because you know, I, I like talking to the people over there and, and everybody at Earglue and, and all the other listeners to all the other shows. And I'm sure that we have a, a lot of crossover in, in our listeners. In fact, I know we do. So 
But well, come over know. to the new one and talk to me because I'm not over there. I'm I'm over here. That's true. You gonna you yeah. gonna post in that Discord server after this releases? Uh, it's already out there, so I, I posted that oh, okay. information a couple of weeks ago. It's just uh, for for anybody oh, that's not on the Discord server, um, they can go to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com and get the the new Discord server information as well. I'll have to go check that out because I didn't know we were moving Discord servers. Oh God damn it! Is there something? Been, is there been, something you forgot to tell me, Jason? I've been chasing Christina Hendricks for the better part of two months now, and I knew. You're not we very moving. efficient. Well, look, 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 look. Took you two months to chase her. It down. takes time <laughs> to woo it's a, a woman of her creeper. caliber, Rob. I'm a slow creeper. <laughs> Rob <laughs> likes to rush to in off. and get all his creep on at once. <laughs> now you got to spread that for out, man. Hayden Christensen, it's gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I heard that episode, man. Crowley was. How did you guys deal with that asshole? Um. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Small Appreciate doses. It. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Look, loves loves worth you two assholes dealing with that asshole. So there you go. <laughs> like Christina Hendricks needed me. I was there for her, even when she didn't. <laughs> when she didn't <laughs> want no, which was probably the majority of the time. <laughs> Look, let's not let, again. I don't. I don't want to quabble, quibble, uh, over quabble. over the details. Quabble. We, quabble. we say quabble here, remember? I don't, I've been gone for two months. I don't remember the lingo, that's, Rob. That's right. But that's right. I still have I still have her perfume right next to me. Don't ask how I got it. Is it her perfume or just the same brand that she uses and you like to say? Look, again, I, I, look, I'm not going to answer these. Legally, I can't answer these <laughs> questions, Rob. I just can't. Gotcha. Rob, you got any news for us? Uh, yes, I do. Let's see. Shazam 2 has a release date. Oh, they're doing making is a Henry Cavill going to be Shazam 2. Shazam 2 is coming out on April 1st, 2022. Wow, that's a that's a ways off. Yeah. <laughs> and it's on <laughs> April is. Fool's Day, which is a little weird, but whatever. Um, yep, so that's coming out then. But is Henry Cavill going to be in it as Superman? Because he was scheduled to be in the first one as Superman, and then, you know. I don't know. Justice League sucked, and so they... they they, they said just nah. had the body, right? They, they just had the body. I don't know if I don't know if Superman is going to make an appearance, but his mustache might. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Obi Wan's hair. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that's all that they put on there was uh, uh, April first, twenty twenty two. Intriguing. Uh, moving on. Yeah, moving on. See, so this is the uh, this is the news of release dates uh, this this week. Uh, let's see. Matrix four is going to be hitting theaters on May 21st, 2021. Oddly so, enough, which so happens to be <laughs> yeah. the same time that John wick four is coming yeah. out. So basically yeah, it's going to be a Keanu fest. Well, uh, can I make this suggestion? Can we, can we put a, uh, uh, what is it? What's the, what's that, uh, uh, website where you go to the government and you petition.org. Can we make a petition.org? That we just make that day Keanu Day. We should. In, in perpetuity, every year, we celebrate Keanu Day. May 21st is, is Keanu Day. Yeah, um, I hear that there's some uh, rumblings that the uh, the new uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is going to come out then, too. Oh, that would be awesome. I'm all about it. 
No, I yes. don't know if that's true, but it should I, be. I would go to the theater and I would be. watch Dude, all three would, movies. Yeah, that would in be a like row. it. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That'd be like a whole Keanu fest. I'd go to I'd go to church where Keanu's preaching. Let's do this. <laughs> so Let's my question is, and we 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 had this discussion a little while back on on Discord is, who's better? Is it do you do you like Neo better or do you like John Wick better? I, um, I, I personally I like John Wick better because John Wick. Uh, in this, like he had a practice to be a, a really, really, really good hitman, mm-hmm. right? Uh, where in the Matrix, it's just I know kung fu. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I, I think John Wick could take Neo. And I, also, any dog that dies in the Matrix, it's not really dead because it doesn't really exist. The dog that gets beat the fuck up in in John Wick, I mean, that's true. Man, that's true. Yeah, that's real. Rob. What about you? Uh, I think I think based off of what we've seen, John Wick would win. Outside of the Matrix, obviously, inside the Matrix, Neo would just like, oh stop yeah, because Neo's got an unfair advantage, stuff. right? Well, isn't Neo blind outside the Matrix? So well, he is now. <laughs> he is now. Yeah. Well, also technically, Neo's dead, but you know somehow he's coming I, I, back. I love, nobody's ever really dead. I mean, this yeah. is the Star Trek syndrome, like in any what sci-fi adventure. Yeah, that's what true. If, I wonder how they're going to bring him back in the Matrix Four. Oh no, I just figured it out. Matrix inside a Matrix. Yes. Oh my God! It's, it's you think you think they're gonna inception ma- this shit? It's oh, dude, Matrix yeah. for the inceptioning. No, they're just gonna they're just gonna call it Matrixception. <laughs> Matrixception. I think they should should have stopped the inception at one. Matrix. The inception. Yeah, I agree. Two was terrible. Three was not as bad as two, but it still wasn't really that great. Right. Uh, maybe they retcon this, and this will be actually two. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I could see that. I wish we could go back in time, though, and get Carrie Ann Moss from then. I mean, she's still hot. Like, I still, like when, when she's in the, uh, uh, the, the, the Defenders, is that what they're called? On, it's like the Netflix version of the uh, Avengers. Oh, fuck. I have no idea. <laughs> You've never no, watched never the, seen the, the Marvel Netflix? No. Defenders, yeah. Oh, no. Nah, she's still hot. I mean, she's not nearly as hot as the, uh, the chick who plays, uh, uh, what's her name? Why am I blanking on the name? Welcome back to Sadis. Um, you got Christina Hendricks still on the brain. I do. I mean, I've, yeah. Brain. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. We're wow. going to get sued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. I got one last one. All right. What do you got? All right. So uh, The Expanse came out um, on Friday. And it is uh, so good. So, spoiler alert, wait, 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 everybody. Wait, wait, wait. Are we time traveling? Hold again? on. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, we have recorded this technically before Christmas <laughs> to be released after Christmas. So, there is some time travel involved. You are welcome, listeners of Sadus. So, um, we're not going to anyway. talk about our thoughts on, on Star Wars Episode 9. Oh, oh no. Yeah. We are. We will. We will. It's okay. coming up. That's coming okay. up later. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, it came out on Friday. Uh, technically, we were supposed to, uh, I guess, what, record this yesterday, which would have been Saturday, but James was feeling under the weather. Um, I caught something from so, Christina. So, yeah. Cold. It's fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we are doing this on Sunday. I was talking to Jason last night, and I said, hey, what's up? What you doing Sunday? And he goes, well... I've got to watch uh, Wild Wild West. I was like, wait, we were supposed to like record that yesterday or today. And he goes, 
Yeah, well, since we didn't do it, I binge watched uh, The Expanse. It's good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> so it's really so good. he like totally, totally just just threw all the stuff to the side. Well, I went in. I went in just to watch an episode because I had other things that I wanted to do yesterday. Like watch Wild Wild West, maybe. Well, yeah, I was I was gonna go ahead and watch Wild Wild West, get everything <laughs> prepped for today, to and then just you know spend a, a leisurely Saturday evening and and Sunday morning, or yeah, Sunday morning, getting prepped for the show. I watched the first episode, and then I watched the second episode, and then before I knew it, I was six episodes in, and then it was time to actually get some other shit that I needed to do yesterday done. So yeah, I didn't get to Wild Wild West until today. But yeah, it is it is so good. You know, I watched Wild Wild West while I was literally on my deathbed with a man cold. Literally on my deathbed. And I thought to myself, if I somehow survive this death that is raining upon me with this man cold, I like I need to be prepared. And instead of you being prepared, you feel fine. You're not sick. You didn't pick anything up from from anyone you were stalking. Jeff Goldblum seems to be a healthy old man. Right, and Instead I didn't give him anything. Instead of watching Wild Wild that- West, healthy, you were like, "Fuck it, I need to binge watch The Expanse." I would like to binge watch The Expanse, but I can't. And, I'm only two episodes in. And then he played video games with. And me. And then I played video games with Rob. What yeah. fucking video games are you two playing without me? You uh, don't want to know. <laughs> no, now I do want to know. We were playing with our elves. Yes, and our mummies. Yep. What? I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> it's, we were playing uh, <laughs> Total War, Warhammer 2. Yep. Yeah, yeah, okay. Now, you were right. I didn't want to know. Yes. Excellent Mummies, mummies so and elves. <laughs> why did you say it like that? I don't know. It seemed like the thing to do. <laughs> hey, how about a pod think... crawl? Oh, let's do that. <laughs> we can call it, I don't know, say a pod Crawl the pod crawl pod crawl pod crawl pod crawl excellent insert it deep pod crawl kind of like a space suppository full of information. Jim West is getting fitted for Legionnaire's disease with a lovely young woman when a group of armed smugglers starts loading up a wagon with nitroglycerine. <laughs> with no regard for their lives, they toss the crates on the wagon, which spooks the horses and causes them to run the wagon into the water tower hot tub. Because the axle is mightier than the support beam, the tower collapses and dumps West into the warehouse in all his naked glory. West naked foos the bad guys, then zip lines to the runaway nitro wagon which leads Jim, conveniently, to the brothel where Bloodbath McGrath is. McGrath has his eye on a breasty madam and gets her up to his room. But the dude looks like a lady and has two swirly bits that mesmerizes Bloodbath. The mesmerizers start to fail and McGrath gets testy, so West busts in to save the day. It turns into a shitfuffle as everyone pieces the fuck out and Arliss Loveless pushes the nitro wagon, which seems to be a prototype Pinto, backwards into the brothel, blowing it up. Back in DC, West strolls into 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and is warmly greeted by the Pinkertons. President Grant dashes him inside and recaps the failed mission with West, saying the boobed fellow he came across was US Marshal Gordon, and begins singing his praises before West catches on. This was also Gordon in disguise, and the real Grant comes in and chides the children in the room. He tells them Loveless has demanded the surrender of the US and tasks them to find Loveless and stop him. They head off to catch a chartered train to a costume party in Louisiana. Along the way Gordon shows off his toys and West shows off his wit. Dick measuring complete, they take different paths to enter the party. 
West meets up with Loveless' personal assistant, the obligatory Asian hottie that every spy thriller has, and also exchanges quips with Loveless himself, or at least the half that's left. Prototype Darth Maul has a meeting with McGrath and sets a rendezvous point to exchange the weapons. After they leave the office, West sneaks in to look for clues, has some flirty wordplay with Asian hottie, and then kills her and all the assassins in the room. Gordon, meanwhile, is looking for the scientists and comes across a hottie of his own, Rita. As he's coming down the stairs to the ballroom, sees West drumming on some sweater puppies he thinks is Gordon's. It's the South in the late 1860s, any time is a good time for a lynching, so they head out to the nearest tree with West and a wagon. West tries to talk his way out of the situation, and delays the hanging long enough for Gordon to come to his rescue. The two escape with Rita in tow and head to the meetup between Loveless and McGrath. At the meetup, Loveless demos his new weaponry, an amphibious tank, using McGrath's men as fodder. This doesn't sit well with Bloodbath, so Loveless shoots him. Later, West inspects the damage with Gordon and Rita, and they head back to the train to chase Loveless to Utah. They get Rita some sleepwear with a view and plan their next move. They catch up to Loveless' transformer of a tank, which is now a train, and plan to follow it to his secret base. Not only is this tank amphibious and track-capable, it also has legs. It lifts itself over the tracks and the hunter becomes the prey. West disables the tank, but Rita really needs a nap, and gasses herself, Gordon and West. Gordon and West find themselves by a cornfield. In the middle of the desert. You know, corn's native land. Anyway, they are wearing large, metal cones of shame, so they must have just been muted. Well, not quite. It turns out it's a device that launches large saw blades that are magnetically attracted to their collars if they leave a certain perimeter. West trips the device and they end up running through the cornfield. In the desert. Ugh. They jump into a mud puddle to dodge the saw blades and then fumble fuck around in various sex positions before they finally get the collars off. <laughs> they find Loveless' secret base where they see his doomsday weapon, a giant mechanical spider. West and Gordon get their train back as Loveless heads to the Intercontinental Railroad Commissioning Ceremony and kidnaps Grant. West and Gordon attempt a rescue, but West gets shot and Gordon gets caught. Loveless holds his own ceremony to have Grant sign away the U.S., but West, inspired by Gordon's cross-dressing, comes as Princess Jasmine to seduce Loveless. He distracts Loveless long enough to get everyone freed, but then shoots fire from his boobs and cocks everything up. Loveless escapes with Grant in the Mecha Spider, so Gordon and West invent the airplane and chase after. Lots of punching, kicking, and the freakiest engineers in existence, West finally confronts Loveless and sends him plummeting to his death. Grant finally pounds the last spike in the railroad, West and Gordon are the first two Secret Service agents ever, and Roll Rita has a Skywalker-like relationship to her father credits. <laughs> ah, nicely done. You, still, you just had to get Star Wars in there, didn't you? I still got it on the head. I mean, we've done it for the last two fucking months, so yeah. I, I don't envy you two at all. I don't. Not one uh, bit. Uh, however, this movie can suck it. The pod crawl hundred times better than the fucking movie. Just I didn't. Saying. I didn't mind this movie so much. This movie's fine. No, it is not. There's no, no. It's no. not the greatest movie in the world. I wouldn't even say it's particularly good, but it's okay. okay. It's got some laughs. It's it's a it's like, a decent movie to, to just kind of turn your brain off and watch. No, the Die eye Hard candy. is a good movie to turn your brain off. That is a good movie this to is, just turn your brain off. Okay. This is not Die Hard, sir. I, I've watched Die Hard. This is no Die Hard. No, it's not a Die Hard. I would say Die Hard's okay. a better movie, but this isn't a yes. bad movie. Like on a list, uh, look, okay. Let me just, let me, let me, I'm going to throw this out there. I'm going to throw this out there right now. 
Uh, Metropolis is a better movie than this. <laughs> oh movie. my god! Wow. Really? Yeah. I, I think this you've movie, got. I think you've got look, a Will Smith is, bias. It, I don't have a Will Smith bias because this was this was released. When was it was when was this released? Nineteen ninety nine. So ninety nine. So he was still uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He was he, like Men in Black had come out. So he was. Oh, he wasn't he was doing eight, Fresh Prince at that point. No, but I'm saying that that was like he was still. He was still a golden boy of Hollywood at that point. Oh yeah, yeah. He was he was very much in his prime at this point. Yeah, like Agent J, like all right, all in fact, like, so he was he turned down the Matrix to do this movie. Right. Like I was just getting ready to say <laughs> Is that a good that. thing or a bad no. thing? No, I that's think it's a, a bad thing, thing for Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah. Because or Keanu, uh, because it 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 helped him relaunch his career. Yep. And this Ooh. movie did the exact opposite for Will Smith. Because after this, I mean, he did what? Men in Black 2? Men in Black 3? I'm trying to think if there's anything else that he was. I mean, it took a few years for him to kind of get. Yeah, I think at this point he had a lull for a a couple of years. And then he started getting into more dramatic roles. Which is fine. I I think he's fine as a dramatic actor. I really do. This was too hokey. So I I grew up watching Wild Wild West uh, in syndication. Like sometimes it was on after school. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it was on, you know, when I was home sick. Sometimes it was on when I was home pretending to be sick. Uh, and so I liked the Wild Wild West. I I haven't caught very many of those. I've caught a couple episodes. They were on, you know, the middle of the afternoon on an obscure UHF channel. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah, so they were, you know, uh, if I remember correctly, black and white. And as Some a kid, I wasn't really into black and white film. So, or TV series, some of them are black and white. Some of them are color. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it, but I liked, like I, I grew up liking Westerns. So anything that I could get my hands on that was, you know, had a Western, I, I kind of dug. So I dug the wild, I did wild too, West but TV I didn't show. see it as much of a Western as a kid. Would you see it as I, it, it, because of the sci-fi elements, um, and because of the the spy series elements into it, it 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 just it didn't feel like a western to me as a kid because I loved it westerns as a kid. But this well, yeah, was but a didn't this feel was a steampunk. No, did it? it didn't. It felt okay. more sci-fi than <laughs> steampunk in the series. Right. It it felt more futuristic, more. It, it had. I would call it more trying to be James Bond in the Wild Wild West than I would call it sci-fi in the Wild Wild West. Yeah, but they did have sci-fi elements. I mean, there was the one of the ones that I actually caught was uh, uh, Richard Maltabon, uh trying to go back in time to uh, to assassinate Grant. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I, I just think I think on the whole, it was more spy like James Bond in the Old West than it was sci-fi. Yeah, no, right? I, there were yeah. elements to it. But I mean, this spy took shows were real big in the '60s too when this was out. Yep, yep. And I think this movie took it to a whole new level. And while normally that's probably good, it took it to a hokey level. It took yeah. it to a very campy. Yep. And I'm not a big fan of steampunk. Like I, I think steampunk is kind of it's for um, emos that grow up grow out of eyeshadow. <laughs> Don't think so. I there's there's some really cool steampunk sci-fi out there. I mean, Jules Verne, uh, sure. one of the fathers of sci-fi. I mean, most of his stuff is considered War steampunk. Wore eyeshadow as a teen. <laughs> well, he did not. 
<laughs> what did I hear somebody? What I heard somebody describe steampunk as um, e- emo kids who discovered the color brown. Ah, that's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So I, I, it just went to that level for me, and I don't like steampunk. I've never liked steampunk. Jules Verne never got into it, and I like sci-fi, just not really my thing. Uh, and and this movie embodied steampunk, and but it was it so hokey. This guy's cut in half. I want you to think about this. It's the eighteen eighties. Dead. And he's cut in half, and he lived. No, I get it. And so this is not a movie that you take seriously. At all. This is a movie that you just accept what they throw at the screen as plausible or even possible. And you just roll with the punches and you enjoy the the eye candy. You enjoy the special effects, which I thought were really fucking good, especially for 1999. And you tolerate the fucking plot and some bad attempts at humor. You could tell when they were in the desert and you could tell when they were on a set. Yeah, yeah. What you're saying is they didn't have this kind of stuff back then. No, Rob, they did have this stuff. This is this is a a historically accurate documentary. That's what I thought. In the same vein as eleven twenty two sixty three. Yep. Well, now I'm gonna want to hear about this later. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm not sure that you want to because this may be the first one that goes the way you don't think it's gonna go. I'm I'm kind of curious now. Now, Jason and I talked about this last night, so we want to we want to see where you go. I mean, it's been a while. You haven't been. It here has for been a while. while. Yeah, I'm a little so out of practice, but I'll see what I can do. We are we are interested in seeing where this goes, and we might yeah. have to discuss it. <laughs> okay, I'm all for it. Uh, this movie. So here's the thing. So uh, the the acting's not super terrible. No, it's not super terrible. Uh, but, I don't I mean, think Calvin... you would expect that with the caliber of actors that they have in this movie. Oh, for sure. I, you want to know who I think the best actor was out of all of them? The dude cut in half. Bailing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Richard Branagh is a fucking monstrous actor. Yeah. I mean, he is just, I can't believe he, he nailed did the this. role. I can. Because I think, I don't think it was pitched to him the way that it ended up being. I really don't. Because. I think he nails that character. It's not, it's over the top, but it's over the top in a way that's classy over the top. Yeah. Is that, is that a thing? I think if this movie had dialed down the camp just a bit, it would have been, it it, it could be a classic. What do you think went through his head when they said, here, put on these green screen pants? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, I think. But here's the thing, right? Like this was this was right when some of these uh, special effects were. I mean, we talked. Uh, I, I heard you guys talk about it with with Crowley, uh, where you guys talked about uh, the the special effects in in the prequels, right? And how like it was overused in two. And but this was that was this time period in movies where we were really starting to pick up steam and what we could do and what was possible. Yeah, I see what you uh, did steam, there. Yeah. Pick I figured up somebody would. Yeah. Uh, Sweet. And well, so it was the same. It was the same people too. This was an ILM movie. Right. So I think, well, I, ILM think was I think like he looked the only at this people he, out there really. No, they weren't at that point. No, no, there were a couple, there were a couple. Uh, we were just talking about this before we started. Uh, the Ghostbusters was the first movie that used special effects. That wasn't ILM. Because some of the people from ILM left because they weren't happy with ILM Mm -hmm. because it was becoming too corporate. And Mm -hmm. so they started their own company, VFX, I think, or Mm -hmm. VXF. 
Uh, and that's who Ghostbusters used. And obviously that turned out pretty well for them. So there were, at this point, there were a couple of different companies out there that you could use. And this was such an exploding market, right? So I think that the actor looked at this and said, well, this is going to be a special effects orgy and I want to be a part of it. And the scripts probably, he probably got a rough version of the script and he's like, yeah, this is fine. And then God only knows what rewrites they did. Cause this is just, it's bad. Oh, they it's did just, tons of fucking rewrites on this movie. Yeah. It's not good. It's not, it's not good. Uh, Calvin Klein is that his name? Calvin Kevin. Klein? Whatever the fuck is yeah, Kevin Calvin Klein, Klein's a, a, a designer. Calvin. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's, uh, uh, Marty McFly's mom's honey. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I think he's not, he's an okay straight man usually, but he would, I, I don't like, I just don't think there was chemistry between him and uh, Mr. Smith. Well, and so they were more antagonistic towards each other than they were in the 60s serial. It was a constant fucking dick measure, measuring contest between them until probably maybe the last quarter of the film when they finally started to kind of work together. But before that, yeah, it was just them fighting one another and it got old really quick. I yeah. think I think they were trying to set it up for a Wild Wild West 2 in terms of, you know, if this did great, now they're buddy buddies and they are the dynamic duo for I, I, You're that probably time right. Period, you're probably you know, right. I don't gadgets. say that a lot about things you say, Rob. Usually yeah. the stuff that gadgets comes out of your mouth, I'm like, you. that's yeah. absolutely <laughs> garbage. But this is, this, that's actually pretty good. I think you're probably you. right. Uh, unfortunately... Again, the chemistry just didn't work. If they had toned that back a bit, like I could see it off the bat, right? Where you you have uh, both of them trying to to see who's got the longer dick. Um, but it was pretty obvious from the beginning that it was Will Smith, right? He was supposed to be the leading man. And instead, he ends up this whole movie fighting for that leading man status with Kevin Klein. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. Kevin Klein as a woman is really not attractive either. No. Of course, neither is no. Will Smith as a woman. I and Okay. And so when I talk about camp, those kind of jokes work in a certain setting, and they didn't work in this setting. They just, they just didn't. And I, 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 I don't know. They portrayed people from the South. Like most of Hollywood always portrays people from the South. Oh yeah. This was, this was full of fucking tropes. And I hated it. I hated it then. And I hate it now. It, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't challenge the viewer at all. It's, it, it's, I don't want to, I don't want to use, it tried to be brain candy and all it was, it was just sour gobstoppers. It was sour jawbreakers. And I, I, ugh, I don't like those. And that's all this movie was to me. It was bad. Well, yeah. Some good. of the, some of the comedy didn't come off well. Like, like the, uh, the comments where Kevin Klein had just watched Rita. Now there was a lot of eye candy in this movie. I liked the, oh, the yeah. gratuitous ass shots from both of the very attractive women. Um, but yeah, when when Rita was walking away, and uh, and Kevin Klein's character uh, Gordon said, "Yeah, a breath of fresh ass," and then yes. <laughs> and then West goes, uh, 
did you mean to say ass? And then he goes, no, breast of fresh air. Yeah, th- things like that. That kind of comedy, did, it, it fell flat. And I don't, I don't know if it was the timing or if it's actually just shitty writing. I don't know if it was shitty writing or if it was just as an actor, you're not really challenged with that kind of writing, right? And it's okay to put that stuff in there in like sparsely in a, in a, in a script. And it feels like it, this whole fucking movie was just overloaded with it. Well, it's, but like, I mean, so when, when you start, when you look at the, the, the interaction between Will Smith and um, Darth Maul, because <laughs> I don't, I don't remember his name. Loveless. So I'm just call him, yeah. Loveless. When you, when you, when you, when you see those interactions, it's always racist jokes versus like, you know, uh, disability jokes. Yeah. <laughs> it. Yeah. It's all it is. It doesn't challenge the actors at all. No, so but I, I, I mean, to, to your point that, that really shows the caliber of actor because Richard Brunaugh is just a fabulous actor and he probably didn't put hardly any effort into this character and it still came off fabulous. Whereas Will Smith, as good as an actor as he is, probably wasn't as good an actor back then. And so I don't think his performance was as good as Branagh's in this movie. And it shows he pro- he might have put in the same effort, but he didn't come off with the the, the same gravitas. No, I, I would agree with that. And I but I also think part of that's the writing and that goes back to he spends the majority of the movie fighting for leading man, uh, the leading man role with. Kevin Klein, when if that would have been a five minute bit and then Kevin Klein understands his place in the movie, but it wasn't because it got Kevin fucking Klein. It shouldn't have been Kevin Klein as his sidekick. It should have been DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> no, or someone, no, that would have been someone, awful. <laughs> or someone of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not an A-list actor. Well, George Clooney was originally going to be doing this. Jesus, that would have been worse. worse. Yeah. That would have been a hundred times worse. Oh my God. Like I just, I, it just feels like it was bad casting, uh, bad casting, poor writing, uh, poor vision. I don't, the CGI, I didn't mind the special effects, but I think the, a, a giant fucking mechanical spider in, even in steampunk. Okay. Even so in sci-fi, that has a, little, a story behind it too. The giant oh, mechanical spider. So John Peters is, uh, Big Hollywood producer, right? He's produced a lot of movies. In fact, he's got the rights to produce or had the rights at this point to produce all the Superman films. So at this time, around well, around this time, about 1997, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but they had uh, pre-production going on for Superman Lives. That was going to be, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Nick, Cage. Nick Cage. Yeah, Nick Cage yes. was going to be Superman. Was he going to fight Lives. a giant fucking spider? And they're like, dude, we got to figure out. <laughs> Kevin Smith wrote one of the scripts for that. And John Peters told him to put in a giant fucking spider as the big bad guy at the end of the movie. This is a John Peters produced film. And lo and behold, it's got his big ass fucking spider. I don't know what what kind of fetish or obsession he has with big fucking spiders. But yeah, this is a John Peters thing. That's weird. It is weird. weird. It doesn't work in this movie. It wouldn't have worked in, in Superman lives or whatever that was going to be called, which by the way, I really want to see Nick cage as Superman. There's a, there's a crisis event uh, going on right now on the DC 
TV universe that I don't watch anymore because I don't need, you know, that kind yeah. of BS shoved down my throat. In there. Right. But <laughs> there was a rumor that they were trying to get Nick Cage to to be part of this crisis event because it's crisis on multiple Earths. Really? So, yeah, there was, that was the rumor. Probably didn't happen. Uh, at this point, everybody will know because it's well, there was a documentary first, that I watched. It had come got. out. the The last two haven't aired yet. Yeah, there was right. a documentary that I watched that I got this story from, and then I, I read it someplace else as well. And they had a video of some costume testing of Nicolas Cage yes. in in the, in the Superman suit. suit. In the black Superman suit with long hair. Yeah, yeah. Because it He's wasn't so supposed sexy. to be. I mean, I know we're we're so down dreamy. a rabbit hole here, which is much better than a spider <laughs> hole in uh, Wild Wild West. But wasn't that supposed to be like the, after he dies, after Superman's death, it's Superman lives? Yeah, I think so. so. It, it was him in the black. It was him in the black suit with the long hair, uh, and God only knows, I, it's a giant spider. What the hell? I don't even, I don't even understand. But I would love to see Nick Cage. Nick Cage does great, great now. I like him in stuff. Um, he I was like, the voice. He was the voice of uh, noir Spider-Man in yeah. uh, the Spidey. He did, he did good thing. there. I like him yeah. in, in a lot of things. There's some things that mm, no, he's not good in. <laughs> Face Off is one of my all-time favorite. That's a Turn fun my movie. Brain off just to yes. enjoy the movie. That is yes. a fun movie. This is the opposite. Wild Wild West this is the is opposite still a of fun Face movie. Off. It is not fun in any sense of the word. I th- I think you're just. Um, I think your impression is colored uh, by the fact that you felt sick. <laughs> yeah, right. you watched this movie. while you had a man cold. And- Crowley, Crowley knew I hated this movie. I just, I really do. I, it turned me, I, this is one of the movies that turned me off, I think, to Will Smith. Oh, really? I don't, I don't well, know Well, I mean, so this is kind of a Will Smith playing Will Smith movie. I will yeah, give you that. For sure. Damn. For sure it is. It's like you I read mean, my mind. <laughs> with him in the like, the movie starts off with him being Will Smith <laughs> making out with a chick in a. Uh, which, by the way, uh, the pod crawl legionnaires disease thing. That was fantastic. Thank Good you. job. Thank you. Uh, him, him in the in the in the water tower with with Hottie McCotkins. <sighs> really, and that thing was, but that thing was Isn't set up for like him? a makeout place too. I mean, there was <sighs> there was like so an stupid. actual place for your clothes. I know. What kind of it's water so tower is that? <laughs> I know they it's they pan in like slash sauna. It's the southern sauna. Yeah, <laughs> they pan in like you're in a fucking bathhouse, which is fine. And then you end up in a in a water tower that that fills up trains. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's just uh, very silly. Um, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, so it just starts off on the wrong foot for me. If th- there's a better way to make him a ladies' man, putting him. In in a water no, tower, they made him a lady. A hottie. That's not that's not making him a ladies' man. That's making me think: Why did she agree to go into a water tower with him? Like what? <laughs> what roofie did he have to get her to agree? Like this goes very Bill Cosby. So to me. so what I think it was is they were down in the south. Um, and he was the only other free black man down there. This no, was after the Civil after War. The they were Civil all War, free. The Emancipation dip. Proclamation. They're all free. Like I don't get it. And then uh, that, so here's the other thing. Are they though? Because it was a pretty white party. 
<laughs> well, yes. I mean, there was still a lot of uh, racial yeah. tension during Reconstruction, and this was uh, for sure. This was the beginning they, of the sharecropping era, so they weren't. I yeah. mean, they were still being oppressed. I'll give you that. I, I feel like they some of the jokes, some of the racist jokes, don't play today. And this is coming from a guy. I am not PC. I hate PC culture. I hate cancel culture. I hate everything about it. I hate it. But even for me, some of these jokes just do not play in 2019. Well, no. It, it made me uncomfortable then. I don't think they played in 1999. Dude, you know how much backlash they would have gotten for the uh, breast bongos? Oh, yeah. I, I'm talking about the racist jokes. The breast bongos, I actually thought that was one of the more fun scenes of the movie. It minus the lynching. Did, it, did, did that remind you of your time with uh, Christina Hendricks? I I've told you, Rob, I can't legally, legally, I can't talk about it. All I can say is she may be getting a divorce because of me. She may not be getting a divorce because of me. I can't, I, what, legally, I can't say anything. That's it. Somehow, somehow I think you're lying. I don't know what you're talking about, Rob. Let's just move on. Okay. <laughs> no, I, yeah, so, I mean, the, some of the jokes fell flat. I don't think that the jokes were as egregious as, as some other movies. And I don't know that this movie could have been made today because of some of the material that, that oh, you want to know the it. most offensive thing I saw, I saw on that thing, that poor dog staring at that, uh, earphone. Oh yeah. Yeah. The little RCA recre recreation, RCA logo yeah. recreation. That yeah. was, that was very offensive. That's, but he that was that animal one of the cruelty. jokes that I liked. Oh, so you like cruelty to animals? It wasn't cruelty to animals. It was recreating the. It was back in the day, Rob. There was there was a, a uh, wasn't that their their symbol? Wasn't that their? Yeah, that was yes, their logo. It was. It was uh, yes, it yeah, was that was their logo. logo. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. Logo. You'd think logo. I'd remember that. Yeah. Uh, that was their logo. So I liked that. People today wouldn't get that. They'd be like, "Why is this dog nice? This shot's stupid." There were some but interesting people, pop culture references. Did you notice that uh, the town that they blew up at the end was Silverado, which starred Kevin Klein? No, I, no. Didn't, I didn't notice no. that. I was too uh, fixated on the giant ass spider. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was shooting photon torpedoes out <laughs> yeah. of the front. Right. What were those? I thought they were right. just fireballs, but they must have been some kind of nitro fireballs or something. Or Dude, it was yeah, like nitro was like, balls or something like that because it took out rock formations. <laughs> yeah, dude. Right? Oh, look, it's like they're like it's not going anywhere, and then it takes and out then these the, ancient the, rock. They're sitting there, and, like, and they're going to put the they're putting the railroad spike in, and there's enough there's enough uh, vibration for it to bounce out. <laughs> but nobody yet they, nobody sees they it. They didn't coming. notice it. They didn't notice right. this giant fucking spider because walking the across the ground. The crowd was facing it. The crowd yeah. was facing it. Like I yeah. don't. It was just. I, I, like, I'm all for suspending disbelief and just turning your brain off and trying to enjoy a movie, i.e. Die Hard. I can't do that with this movie. There's just too much too much junk that goes along with it. The acting's not good enough. The, 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 the writing's not good enough. Like, the action's definitely not good enough. Um, the only thing that was really good enough in this movie was Salma Hayek. She was fabulous uh, in this be, movie. Be and her realistic. butt was fabulous it's in not, this movie. Yes, oh, there yeah. it is. It wasn't yeah. Salma Hayek's per se as it was... Her ass shot, and? because she didn't have a whole lot of lines. Yeah, I don't. And, uh, again, I'm not. What's the I problem? Don't, 
That's what I'm saying. That that's yeah. So you had Selma Hayek booty shot, and then you had Bay Ling booty shot. Yeah, Bay Ling's booty was nice too. Mm, yeah, tight. Like, but like but their bag. names, Munisha. Uh, what was the uh, lip and reading? <laughs> yeah, Munisha yeah. lip and reading. <laughs> Um, what was the third? Who one? was the was Who was the, the other one, one gonna be? Uh, she was gonna name him something. Yeah, I don't um, remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, oh, like Exotica or something like that or something was Will Smith. Yeah, Munition, Munisha, Lip and Reader, and Amazonia. 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 Oh my god, yeah. Amazonia. What kind of like Munisha and Lip and Read Reader? Like I kind of chuckled at those, but Amazonia. <laughs> uh, come on, you could do better than that. if you could do Lip and Reading. And fucking it, and fucking Munisha. Like you can get something better for that. And then Amazonia. Yeah, he he named Will Smith something. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, gonna be a new girl and named her something. Oh yeah, I can't remember what he named Princess Jasmine either. Uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> when 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 did uh, when did that movie come out? Ninety. What it was ninety something ninety. Three ninety four. Uh, was no. that Little Mermaid? Yeah, it was around ninety four, right? Aladdin. Yeah, may have been a little earlier. I don't, I, I don't. I don't remember. I always had a thing for Princess Jasmine. She's super hot. Uh, Whenever I go to Disney World, she's the first I princess I seek show out. Ninety two. Oh, shit. Ninety two. So this has been seven years after, but yeah, it looked exactly like uh, Princess Jasmine. I think Matthew McConaughey would have been good as Artemis Gordon. He was yes. he was somebody That's who was really actually good casting right there. Yeah, he was yes. somebody who was who was actually under discussion for that. Johnny Depp was under discussion for Gordon. No, you don't think Johnny Depp would have done it? No, no, I don't think it would have been good. It would have been just like having Kevin Klein. Oh, I don't think Johnny Depp's as good an actor as Kevin Klein. No, but no, but what I mean is, he would have stole. I, I think he would have tried to steal the show. Oh uh, yeah, I can and see that. Yeah, and you can't have that. You have to have somebody who knows. Okay, look, I'm here to. I'm a supporting actor, and this is the this is the the lead actor. This is the the starring actor. Like I am support. You have to have somebody who knows the role. I mean, that's why they have a whole uh, Academy Award uh, uh, just for the supporting supporting actor. actor yeah. yeah, he called so. her Ebonia. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. Uh, that's uh, that is yeah, funny. Right. That's that funny. That's funny. That's funny. Nice. Yeah. No, I I enjoyed it. It's not my favorite movie. It's not something that I seek out to watch. But you know, it's it's not a chore to watch it. I thought it so, was funny in parts. It's it's something that you just don't take seriously. In fact, it's something you could put on in the background and laugh at a few things and do some other shit. Yeah, you know, and it wasn't that bad. I mean, it it did win some awards. It did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it got uh, worst screen couple, uh, worst original song, worst screenplay, worst director, and worst picture. It did. So I mean, it it won some stuff. And in fact, and deservedly so. Robert Conrad, so. who played the original Jim West, uh, accepted three of those Raz Razzie awards for the movie nice. because he didn't like the movie at all. Nice. Yeah, I, the, the, good for him. Good for him. Now, unfortunately, unfortunately, they lost worst supporting actress um, for Kevin Klein as a prostitute. <laughs> to who? 
Who won that know. award? I don't know, but he was nominated as a worst supporting actress for being a prostitute. That's well, this prostitute. feels like research on the fly material. <laughs> I mean, I'm not looking it up because I don't care that much, but I figured one of you two. Well, would let's, be like, yeah, uh, let's, let's look at 1999's worst supporting actress. Uh, let's see. The no, nominees it was, it'd were. It'd be the 2020. Or tw- uh, no, it was 1999, you dip. So the, okay, the so nominees were Denise Richards for The World Is Not Enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sofia yeah. Coppola for Star Wars Episode One, mm, Selma Hayek for Dogma and Wild or Wild, Wild, Wild West. West. And Wild Wild West. Yeah. How Kevin do you not Klein, like Dogma? I don't know. Kevin Klein for Wild Wild West and Juliette Lewis for The Other Sister. Now, who do you think so won? won? Oh, I know because I'm looking at it. But I, Ju- I, I, I'll say Juliette Lewis. No, it was Denise Richards for The World Is Not Enough as Dr. Christmas Jones. Yeah, wow. she, got, <laughs> she got lambasted for that one because that I don't one know. was terrible. I, I'm trying to remember if I've seen I'm sure I've seen that. That's one with... Uh, uh, Denise Richards. Uh, thanks. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who played Bond. God, I hate you. Why am I back? Why did I agree to come back? Just let Crowley do this fucking show. Uh the, the Remington Steel guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come on. You can do it. Come on. I don't remember his name. Remington Steel is what I'm going to call It starts him. with a P. starts with a Pierce P. Pierce Brosnan. There you there go. <laughs> Fuck, I hate you. Why am I... God, fucking... Why is Rob here? Can we bring Crowley in instead of Rob? <laughs> I think that'd be kind of a two-sided conversation. That'd be very hard to do, but we could do it. I just don't want to edit it together. No. <laughs> All right. Final thoughts? Don't see this movie. Do anything else. Absolutely. Go watch Metropolis. Do anything but watch this fucking movie. Rob? So I got something new I'm going to do for uh, for the show now. Oh, really? Uh, f- yeah, yeah, yeah. 2020, we need something new. We need something fresh, right? Well, something different. I wouldn't say fresh. It, it could be a real stinker. Um <laughs> I decided oh, uh, I'm going to make some uh, haikus based off of whatever we are talking about. Oh, I can't wait for this. Yes. So, <laughs> do I have to be here for this? You do. So here we go. The first haiku of 2020. Will Smith plays Will Smith. Steampunk tech, not real sci-fi. Please call pest control. <laughs> and what do you title this haiku? Wild James Wild quits. sucks. Just call it James quits. Perfect. I'm out. Perfect. Are you doing this every week now? Yeah. Uh, James. So I leave your comments in uh, in uh, Discord criticism. on what you think about this. Uh, <laughs> should we keep criticisms. doing it? No. Uh, if you say no, I'm going to keep doing it just to piss you off. If you say yes, I'll keep doing it to piss you off. Well, this is a no-win situation for it everybody is. involved. It is. It's like the hey, Kobayashi look, Maru. It's the first one. <laughs> just, it's the you know first what? one. It, it's not, time. though, because I just cheat and fast forward 10 seconds while he's doing his stupid haiku. <laughs> James, I know, you know it's been a while. On, I'm going to make, I'm going to, I'm going to lengthen and shorten those haikus. <laughs> that way you fast forward, you're still in the intro. Fantastic. James, I know it's been a while, but what I want to know is, is Wild Wild West more sci-fi than 
So in 11-22-63, there was at least time travel. Like, there wasn't a time travel device. It was just a fucking closet. But there was actual time travel, something that could be construed in the right circumstance, certainly not in the circumstance of 11-22-63, but in the right circumstance with the right device, could be construed as science fiction. In this movie... There's a lot of racist jokes. There's some. There's some sexist jokes. There's a very nice ass hanging out, uh, and there's steampunk bullshit. Um, Darth Maul's in it, but he's white and he doesn't have a lightsaber. So no, eleven twenty two sixty three. More sci-fi than Wild Wild West. Oh wow! Is this the first time this has happened? First time it's happened. Wow. Absolutely. This is it. This may probably be the last time it happens too, unless of course we. Decide to review Die Hard. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. It's not a and Christmas movie. It is. It is a movie that takes place during Christmas. And it does I not make Christmas it a Christmas movie. Yeah, it How is Lethal How Weapon is, would be a Christmas movie under that logic. It is. I, I it don't is disagree. It's not a Christmas it's movie. Not as, it's just it not is. as good of a Christmas music uh, uh, movie as a... Uh, oh, you I about don't to know. say a Christmas musical? <laughs> I, 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 was, <laughs> I was. Lethal Weapon, the Christmas I almost, musical. I almost had to watch uh, what's Noella. Is that the name of it on Disney Plus? Noelle. With uh, whatever. With uh, what's her name? Oh, Noelle. Anna with, yeah, um, you can do it. Anna Kendrick. And, and yeah. I said there Anna Kendrick. Fucking she's hot. And Bill Hader. I, I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't end up watching it. It sucks. We watched about half of it and had to turn it off. It's not good. I want to watch Elf now. Damn it, Elf is so good. I love Elf. That's more sci-fi than eleven twenty-two sixty-three. Christmas in July, you watch Elf and Die Hard. Christmas in December, you watch Elf and, and Die, Die Hard. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> You're stupid. Who's got awards? I got some. Well, I, I, yeah, me too. Do you remember how this goes, James? Uh, yeah, I think so. Rob, okay, who's yeah. got your head lush? I'm sorry, who's Whoa. got your black lung? I thought we were changing up for 2020 there and going in a different order. <laughs> Wow. Uh, Black Lung is going to go to Coleman because uh, he always had the stogie. Okay. Coleman was the train operator for those that didn't watch the movie. James, who's got your Black Lung? What was his name, Rob? Coleman. Yeah, uh, the conductor. That's just what I call him, the old conductor, because he always had a stogie. He was Agent Coleman, secret agent in charge. <laughs> Whatever. He also thought the two of them were um, gay. Gay? Yeah. Yeah. Touch my breasts. <laughs> oh, you trust my. Mine's going to go breasts. to Jim West uh, because he pulled out a stogie and uh, and lit it up. He pulled out a tiny little stogie. It was a tiny little stogie. It was a stogie. It was a cigarello, is what he pulled out. It was not a cigarello. It was bigger than a cigarello. That's cigarello. what she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James, who's got your head lush? Uh, my head lush goes to anyone who made it through this movie. Because the only way to make it through this movie is drunk. Okay, Rob? Bloodbath McGrath at the whorehouse because he thought Kevin Klein was beautiful. Yeah, that's who's getting mine too. He had to have been drunk because Kevin Klein as a woman is not beautiful. No, not at all. Rob, who's waiting for somebody to disagree? (laughs) (laughs) I think so. I don't know why I just paused there. Like, just we all agree. (laughs) James is like, well. She's no Hendrix, but... She's uh, no Jeff Goldblum, uh, but... Uh. <laughs> Rob, who's got your player? I went with uh, West uh, because he was getting jiggy with it while still working a stakeout. Okay. 
James? Um, I'm going to do it a little bit differently because it's 2020 and also just because I don't want to do the same thing Rob did. Uh, mine's going to not go uh, to Kevin Klein because there was he was tried so hard. Oh, I like and it. And fell so far from getting in the pants of Selma Hayek. Okay. Well, mine yeah. is actually going to be a dual award for both James West and can Gordon. We do that? Yes, we can. I can do anything I fucking want. <laughs> it's going to be a dual award for both of them as their drag counterparts because not only did did Gordon, you know, he couldn't fight off McGrath hard enough. I mean, yeah. his milkshakes brought McGrath to the yard. And there was another guy who was sitting on him. Like he yeah. had to knock him out with some Dude, kind of he got shot yeah. over him. So yeah, uh, Will yeah. Smith also uh, he he somehow raised Ebonia. the raised the flag of uh, of Arliss whenever Ebonia. he came in as as Princess Ebonia. Yeah, sorry, Ebonia, Ebonia as Princess Jasmine. Yeah, no, no, I, you know what? I'm going to call her Princess Ebonia from now on. Princess Ebonia, that's part of the whole Princess. movie. <laughs> Princess Ebonia. Princess James, who's Ebonia. got your um, purple hippo? Uh, my purple hippo goes to uh, McGrath and uh, Loveless and the other guy in the bar that were hitting on dudes in drag. Okay. Because yeah, that's the only way you could do that. Right. Rob? Mine goes to West. That is a man's head. <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah. Is a man's you know what head. that line is perfect and the way, but the way he delivers it, it just falls flat. Like it's so good, right? And yeah. it would have. I just I like we just going back. Like this is what we call a callback in the biz, Rob. Mm-hmm. It, it's mm-hmm. it just falls so flat, but that was such a good setup for it, and it was it, it was a good thought. It, it was just needed, the wrong actor to deliver that line. It needed a little throw up in the mouth. <laughs> And I think it would have been good. Yeah, I think he needed a little more kind of a disgusted reaction to it instead of this this shocked kind of babbling reaction that he gave. Right. Right. I mean, he was shocked and he was supposed to be disgusted and then he put the glasses on it. Yeah. And walked over like it ain't no deal. Right. Yeah. Did he tape those glasses to the upside down head? No, he just, well, I mean, I guess they kind of pinch on. They were... There were some of those glasses that that sit wait, on the bridge wait, of your of nose. That se- of that entire scene, <laughs> that is what you're focusing on, not the fact that they put a light through the back of his head. Yeah, that's not how fucking, fucking eyeballs projector. work. But yeah, we're we're suspending the light bulb in his head. He is he is focusing on putting glasses on the nose. Well, and whether or not they would hold upside down. <laughs> did you want me to, to dissect the whole scene and how did they just take the brain out? If so, how did they get the brain out? Because it looked like the head seemed to be pretty intact. So the only way that they could have possibly gotten the brain out then is the same way that the Egyptians did by shoving a rod up there, scrambling in it, and then pulling it all out. No, they, no, no, they opened no. up the See, back of the skull, headless. pulled the brain out, and then put the light in. No, no, he was head. No. He w- he had nothing below the neck, so they just reached up there and hand puppeted that shit. You know, reach up there with your hand. You know how skulls around, work. Pull I don't it out think he does. Eat it. No, I don't think that he does. Okay. Well, my purple hippo Again, is going to go to shut the fuck up. Uh, three people. It's going to go to Rita Gordon. What is this? And Two and then West. three. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's going to go to Rita Gordon and West. Uh, for getting roofie gassed by Gordon's little 
cue ball invention or pool ball invention. Oh, that's a good one. Also, that joke fell flat. Um, yeah, it was very unbelievable. Uh, she gets hysterical out of nowhere. Yeah, she's totally fine with the whips and the BDSM shit that's going on in the room. Look, look, uh, look, 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 look. Don't fucking slut shame me. <laughs> I'm sorry. She was totally fine with that stuff, but then all of a sudden she freaks out and has to gas herself. Yeah, I didn't understand that scene either. It was where did everybody go? I mean, they had they had ransacked the fucking uh, train car. And then West comes up after he blows up the other train. And then she knocks on the fucking closet door and she gasses him. That whole, that whole scene just didn't make sense to me. So I agree. That was, was not the a good only scene. thing. It was the only scene in the entire movie that was uh, implausible. <laughs> that was it. That yeah, was that, was, that was all. That was the that one was scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> wow. All right, so we need to pick our next movie. It's only a few more weeks before we get to start going over Picard. Oh, man, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I am. I can. I, I have can baited wait. breath. It's going to be fun. Baited breath. It's going to be fun. All right, who's picking the number? Shit. Who's telling me when to stop? Um, James, since you're back, <laughs> since you're, you're back, you want to choose. You choose. Which one do you want to do? Tell them to stop or pick the number. Uh, you know what? I'll pick the number. All right. Okay. okay. You need to pick a number between one and one forty-seven. So I just got back from this hiatus, uh, uh, chasing Christina Hendricks around. You should um, uh, pick the same number as the number of restraining orders that you have currently. Ah, Sixty-nine. Sixty-nine restraining orders, huh? <laughs> <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. All right, Rob. Tell me when to stop. Wicked, 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 wow, wow, West. That was it. That was it. Wow, that's terrible. Yeah, that, that really was, was terrible. Yeah, I, and I Will Smith's version one. wasn't much better. Wicked, wicked, wow, wow, West. Like I'd listen to your album before I'd listen to Will Smith. Thank you. You're welcome. I can show you the world. He didn't sing that. Fabulous he number sixty nine Princess Oh Ecole. yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, fuck, I hate it when he does this, Rob. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is gonna be a fun one. He says that every time. Every fucking time. The last time that we got that uh, was Metropolis. Yeah. Uh, no, this is not Metropolis. Well, no, duh. We already did. You'll like this. You'll like it. Uh, all right, all right. So I'm our next guess. movie is a movie about a brilliant but, brilliant but eccentric scientist who begins to transform into a giant man-fly hybrid after one of his experiments goes oh, horribly wrong. It is 1986's oh, The Fly. Starring... No wonder he was all excited. Jeff Goldblum, yeah. Gina Davis, and John Getz. Oh, man. Wow. Jeez. Well, at least Jim Carrey's not in this one. That's true, he's not. You know what's the last worse? movie? The last movie I watched with Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis had Jim, Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah, Earth Girls are you easy. know that. that what's going to be terrible about this is uh, we're going to see Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum in all his naked glory. Yes, we are. I actually tried to find a decent. <laughs> the way you said that, I I can now imagine how Christina Hendricks feels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I, I actually tried to find a nice clean screen grab of that scene um, to put on your tile, but I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just didn't try hard enough. You should have yeah. asked. <laughs> You've got the high definition. He does. He's got version. it in HD, 4K. <laughs> God. This is going to be fun. All right. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambro. Our prog called music is Snack Mix My Machete. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. On Satis at or on Twitter at Satis underscore podcast, or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. I thought you, Are you read still this reading shit. that. I mean, damn. I hate you both. I really do hate you both. You know what? <laughs> Fuck the disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> We're not We've a, done it, Rob. We've done it. <laughs> We're not on a network anymore. We can do whatever the fuck we want. That's right. If you want to reach out to us, come to our Discord channel. If you want to talk to us, that's the place to do it. You can email us. Fuck that's you. fine. Twitter us at status oh, underscore podcast. Snail mail. Snail mail. You can, uh, <laughs> you can walk the, the message to smoke us. Signals. Yep, smoke signals. Smoke signals. Homing pigeon. What the fuck? Telegraph. Man? However you want to do it. Um, but you're going to have to, uh, it's going to take a little while because we're in the future and you guys are in the past. So fuck you. Oh my God. For this week, I'm Jason. Uh, welcome back, James. Can we bring Crowley back? No, please don't. We'll talk to you next week.